Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hey everyone, welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Liz. And today, update-wise, what is new with me? My cabinets are getting installed this weekend at my house. That would be like my favorite part of the home building process, I would think, like getting the kitchen together. I'm really excited. We painted this week and the house is primed white. And then we painted it a slightly, slightly, slightly different way. And I'll tell you, something that feels like a real waste of time is painting walls that are already white a different white. Yeah, I would think. That was tough. And choosing the white, very hard. I probably picked the wrong one, but whatever I did, I know would have been the wrong one. So it's fine. That's on being indecisive. It is. I really was like, okay, well... This looks okay primed, so like I will do whatever similar to this because I'm scared. That's a fun. That's a fun update, and it's getting like your house is getting close. I can't tell you how badly I need this part of my life over. What like, will your What are your updates going to be in like April? Uh, fun. They'll be like a fun things. <laughs> like hi. I, this I summer when hobby. This summer you won't be clearing land amazing maybe I'll get it oh I already I guess I was tanks I was outside but like my hope is that I don't have to wear Carhartts as often as I do I will use this as a time to plug my Kindle again um if you're thinking about getting a Kindle everyone big 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 fan really love the Kindle I have the paper white and I carried around like a little kid carries a blankie because I just like don't know when I'm gonna need it and I'm, I'm not I carry it like you know how you carry your phone from room to room sometimes that's how I carry my Kindle. And like, I don't know why I do that. Like, do I think I'm going to read while I'm cooking dinner? Like I do. I really think that. You've um, almost swayed me. And I realized what would really sway me is I see people reading, doing cardio at the gym, like on the treadmill or something. And I'm always like, yeah, it'd be kind of difficult to like hold a book and turn the pages and it stay open. And I then I thought, oh, Ashley told me about the Kindle. Like you could set the Kindle up on the and I'm like, oh, that could, that could be something. I never thought I would be a Kindle person. Like, I really thought I was like a, you know, tangible book person. Like, I just love the old school. I mean, you guys, I talk about it all the time. I love being associated with a grandparent. Like, I love being the vibe of like grandparent. So I thought book was like for me. But there is just something about using one hand to read. Very convenient for coziness. Uh, especially if you got like the page swiper thing I that is my next purchase like the little you can it's like a little ring you can put on you like click it and it swipes your pages for you so you could like be laying in bed and you like have it propped up and be so cozy that's amazing. And it just, like it's amazing I don't have that but it's just oh it's nice anyways and then the second thing is just like great for travel because I have been on a trip before and I read my book too fast and then I had no books for the rest of the time because you don't want to pack like two books. And then just like so convenient, like I will ch- chuck it in my purse. I've like put it in my fanny pack and like waiting at the doctor's office, pulling out my Kindle as opposed to my phone. That is nice. nice. I do think about it for trips specifically trips. because I'll read the whole time on the plane. <laughs> then, yeah. Then it's gone. But imagine you could just also, buy a book like, on your Kindle. 
but imagine you can do it while it's dark on the plane and you mm-hmm. can still have it on dark mode and just the words light up white. It's also not blue light, so it doesn't hurt your eyes. I just read, what did I finish? Educated, that was good. I'm currently reading a book called like Down East. It's like a main book um, about like girl, like a few women in rural Maine, but it feels a little too similar to the book Educated. If you've read Educated, felt a little too similar. So I'm going to need an in-between book. Oh, wait, no, I read, I didn't finish Educated. That was not my most recent. It was Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. Oh, you finished it. Oh, finished it. Bam, 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 bam. What did you say? Three days. Very easy read which I think I just came off educated which is not it's not a hard read it's just like it's it's a memoir so it's not like designed to rope it's not like written to like rope you in and like you want more 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 so it was kind of like um so I think Evelyn Hugo was nice because it was also like about like Hollywood and like just like fun and lighthearted, like no murder and crazy stuff like that yeah, I kind um, of like behind the scenes Hollywood yeah. kind of stuff. It opened my eyes to like, oh, all of these marriages in Hollywood might be fake and just like all of the behind the scenes PR stuff that that we fall for on on a daily basis. And I I think Taylor Jenkins reads probably one of, one of my favorite authors, just the way that she writes her stories. I really liked Daisy Jones and the Six as well. Um, so I would recommend them. I'd rec- recommend both of them. I also will say a con to the Kindle is you don't see the cover of the book ever. And I thought this was just like a me thing, but then I saw someone on TikTok talk about it. So I never know, or not TikTok, Instagram, search, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, you never know who your author is. Oh, true. And I, never, I just think like sometimes I'll see a book's cover and that's what draws me in. So it's no, because when you unlock it, it just goes to the page that you were on. And the cover of your Kindle isn't even like the cover of the book. So I never know who writes the books I'm reading because it's never, I never, I look at it once when I buy it and it's done. Any updates from you? You had Galentine's. Yes. I was going to share that. My friend Katie threw like the best Galentine's dinner party event ever. Like best I could have ever hoped for like I knew it was going to be awesome and I remember talking about it last week with some friends and I was like it's going to be really good because she's so good at planning and it blew my expectations out of the water like she just went above and beyond and I got so many messages from people like oh my god you're like your friend did that I'm like yeah I know she's quite amazing she did like a four course meal for us like had like the salad that comes out and an appetizer that comes out and then a meal and then the dessert and everything was so good like everything was amazing she had a I had FOMO. she bought us a little valentine's gift she did great on the decorations and yeah we just had a really really fun time all together at like a little dinner party she's been dying to do one of those so she's like i want to make it like a a quarterly thing i'm like yeah you don't have to ask me twice like i'm coming yeah she's gonna be like i'm tired actually yeah, um, we told her like she should have people hire her. She's like, I'll do it. That's so cool. I was very jealous. It looked so nice. And an update for both of us, me and you, Ashley and Liz. Oh, we just like a couple hours ago got tickets to see our favorite podcast live, and that's the What We Said podcast. And you know, probably every episode we're like, Oh, did you hear on What We Said? So, um, we've been dying to see 
them. Like they, we said, if they ever come to Boston anywhere near us, we're going. And and so we're going. They Chelsea was, was on our podcast a little while back, if you guys remember. Yeah, they didn't give us much notice. Yeah, it was really close to not being able to go because my mom's birthday is the day before. And I was like, uh, that was a close call. The chances um, of us being both available on a Sunday are low. Honestly, the fact that it's a Sunday made it a better yeah, situation for us. I did take the morning off in case we were doing an overnight. FYI. Uh, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Had FOMO at the Galentine's. That is something that I'm so excited for my house is a dinner party. Like that is why I want a house is so I can have a dinner party. So bad. All I want in my life. I'm like already ready. Like I, now that I have a heated structure with cheat rock, I'm like, come on over. <laughs> I invited someone over for dinner the other day. You could do like a can't like a bring your own chair movie night and just project it on the, <laughs> on the wall. white. That's yeah. funny. But anywho, okay, so to the episode. Today, we're going to talk about how to make your career fit the life you want and not have your life fit the career you want, if that's your jam. If you are like super, you're like diehard for this career, but this is just something when I'm speaking to kids at schools, I am like telling them about this concept, just that's not something we're taught when we're younger. We're taught to like pick the career and like match your skills around it as opposed to like, what are you good at? What do you enjoy? Like, what kind of life do you want? Which I feel like is probably how we should be looking at career, especially at such a young age when we have to like, like talk about these things rather than like, oh, you want to be a teacher? You need, or you want to be like, you want to go to NASA? You need to be really good at science. You need to do all these things. It's just an interesting way to think about it. So I oftentimes will talk to kids about that. And we thought it would be a good episode for you guys. And it's funny that you just said that because I totally forgot (laughs) Last week, I talked to high school students about career, and that was one of their questions, like, why did you end up, like, throughout all of your jobs? Like, why did you end up at the job you are now? Like, what enticed you to have it? And it, and I said things along those lines, like, it fit into my life where other jobs may have not fit into my life. I elaborated on more as we're going to do in this episode. But as you were just saying that, I'm like, wow, I totally forgot. That wasn't even a week ago, and I forgot I even did that. Well, I think it's something that's becoming, so I was also speaking with like professionals yesterday and they were talking about topics they could discuss with interns this summer. And I was speaking on a panel last summer and it was interesting because some of the interns were, one of their questions was like, how do I decipher, like, how do I pick which job offer I want? And that's like a problem. That's like a new problem. Cause usually it's like, you just try and get a job, not like have to choose which job offers the right one for you. And I think this kind of aligns with all of it, because if you have like, if you know yourself enough, it can help you with choosing between job offers, choosing like where to live, uh, like picking a major, although maybe you're like in the midst of a career change, all those things can kind of help you. So yeah, I think Liz and I were a big part of this that we're gonna have to like think through is foreshadowing for yourself. So thinking like, okay, like, let's say you're in college. Okay, well, college, Ashley, let's say she likes to stay out late. She likes to like, I don't know, whatever, sleep in, all that stuff. Okay, probably not what I'm going to be like forever. So we have to do a little bit of foreshadowing on like the long, like what you want your life to be like in five years. So we'll start off. I always, this is like the first step I tell everyone, which ironically, I just said this, 
But the first thing I tell everyone is to come up with like what you want your life to look like in five years. And I think we start with that and then we work our way backwards. And we've talked about working our way backwards a million and 10 times in the podcast. Um, But yeah, so Liz, why don't you walk us through like some of the things we can do to picture what we want our life to look like. So let's say we're writing things down and we want to discuss that. Yeah. I mean, this is a simple one, but my first job, like you're saying, there can be different times for different things. And my first job, you know, coming out of college was, took a lot of time out of my life. But at the time I, I had that time available. Like I wasn't in a relationship, like everyone was starting out their jobs and, and I was ready to go full force, like into this job. But I soon realized it was covering like my weekends, like I wasn't available in the weekend. And then I realized I want a life where I can say yes to everything on the weekends, I want to be available on the weekends. So I knew that wasn't going to be a forever thing for me. So at that time, it was like, what do I need to do to take the next steps to have a job that I like? In a, in a location that I like with weekends available. And it took me a long time to get there, but that was just one simple thing. Like, oh, I don't want to work weekends. Oh, I might want a flexible schedule. Oh, I think that I want, I need this much for pay or something like that. Like seeing in the role that you're in, what you don't like is just as good to take, is just as important to take from the job as the things that you do like from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what I did is I like, I remember writing this, my first job post-grad and I had told myself, okay, I want to be, and I would like said, I wanted to live a creative, like a creative life. So I wanted to be able to be creative. I wanted to be able to go on vacation like X amount of times a year. And I wanted them to be like a little bit more than like a little bit less accessible than like Florida or like a weekend away in Boston. Like I wanted it to be like a little bit more elaborate. Mm -hmm. I wanted to um, like go to my kids sports events if I wanted to, like I wanted to be available for like to make dinner for my future kids and go to their sports events. And what I ended up realizing is there's someone that I know that like doesn't I don't, I won't say their name, but I wrote down, like, I want to live a life like so-and-so. And this is like a regular person from my hometown, not like an influencer. And I tried to do that because not that I didn't want to say like, oh, be like an influencer, make millions of dollars, do all this stuff. Like I was just trying to set myself to be like, okay, who do I know in real life, in my real life that does this and like lives this life. And this person, they have a creative job. And if their friend asks them, if they want to go on a trip with like, two weeks notice or whatever, they're able to go. And that was something I really wanted for myself. And this, like, I didn't need to put in my two week, you know, at the beginning of the year, I didn't have to map up my vacation time for the year. That was something I didn't want when I was thinking about my future life. I wanted to be able to have like X amount of weeks notice and do that. Um, I wanted to, which also like means I have to make X amount of money to be able to afford to go on these trips. So this all, again, when I'm working my way backwards, I'm like designing the life that I want. So clearly I need to have a life that um, I'm not working 80 hours a week or else, okay, that probably means she can't go to her kids' sports events or, you know, like make dinner, whatever. You can kind of like infer the two, like infer one can't happen without the other. Or maybe it means like if I have a busy week one week, 
I can tell them like, Hey, I want to go to my kid's sporting event. I'm going to go to this, but I will work at night or early in the morning to get my work done. Like maybe it just meant a flexible schedule. Um, and then like the Kate, like I said, like I needed to have a job where I noticed at a young, like I noticed about my career that if I worked in a job where I was relatively independent, AKA people weren't really like relying on me. So, um, in the sense that let's say if I call out sick, someone else has to come in. I needed a job that was a little bit more like independent work. Yeah. That way I didn't have to request vac- like my vacation didn't affect someone else's schedule. And I like put all those two together and realized like marketing fit that for me. Yeah. So that's what I did again to Liz's point. This would have looked very different if I did the exercise as in like six months from now, what yeah. do I want my life to look like? And I think it's important to note, like when you're looking at someone's someone else's life or what you want in the future, like it is going to take time to get there. Like I thought, oh, if I just moved to Portland, like I'll be happy. And then it was like, that actually wasn't my, what I wanted. And it still took a few years to get like where I am now. And it is still what I hoped for back at that time, but it's not something that can instantly happen. So when you're comparing yourself to the people online, like that, that didn't even happen overnight. So if you're a person that's like, oh, I want to quit my job and just post videos and make a lot of money, like all of those people online, like that didn't happen overnight for them. And it may not be the necessarily realistic in the six month time frame. So you have to put the work in anything that you're doing, like you actually do have to put the work in to get to where you want to go. So it does make sense to map it out. So you can kind of set goals mm-hmm. to have that life. Like it might be financial decisions you're making. Like maybe you want to save a certain amount of money. It might as well start five years in advance so you can work on getting there. Well, and like the work that you're doing oftentimes like everyone says like this is a good example of like I'm an ideas guy in quotes like totally I hear you on that sometimes it can be hard to get like let's say you want a job where you use a lot of strategy like that's where you're really like whatever where you thrive however you need the experience in order to have the knowledge to like implement strategies so I think that's something that like you won't get your dream like nothing you won't but you may have to put in not your dream job to get to your dream job. Yeah. And something to keep in mind during that is like, oh, I, do you want to be your boss? That's always something when you're like debating if there's a time like where you don't always, if it's a growing job, like if it's a, if it's a job that's not like your end goal, it's okay. But that's always a way you can tell if it's not your forever in quotes, I don't mean forever, but your, you know, five, 10 year job is if you don't want to be your boss because there's nowhere for you to go but um it's important to like take what you can from a job and you know you stay as long as you're learning and you're growing etc but it's a good time to be like if you're feeling like stuck take a look if you don't want to be your boss it may be time to move on and I think a lot of people think like that if you just start your own company it will be easier like you won't have to work as much like you'll be Mm -hmm. working yourself and yes I do think that it could be but there are pros to working for someone else's company and and having a boss and and that making your life even more flexible because it is not actually your business and Mm -hmm. what we found with people that we've had on the podcast is when you have a business and I can say this like 
from watching my family. Like when you own a business, that is your life. Like you don't get to turn it off when you shut your computer at five o'clock. So there are pros, but I think that's what's really pushed on the internet right now is like start your own business and you'll never have the stress. It's like, oh, well, you might have more stress. So, but if that is what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I think just not falling into like, I just want it to feel okay that you work a nine to five and you work for someone else mm-hmm. and what it is and you can be happy doing that too and I am well I originally with my five-year plan I all the things I'm describing are flexibility they're describing like you know x amount of income in order to go try you know to like travel describing like creativity all of those things all point towards entrepreneur like they point towards me being my own boss like short you know what I mean I wanted to take vacation with little notice, I like, I don't know, all those things that doesn't really point towards nine to five, because typically like where I was before at certain times, like either a, I was heavily like my position really things couldn't happen if I wasn't there. Like it was, it was really way too like vital of a situation. Um, so AKA like can't just leave for a week, be my other situation, like you needed to like say your vacation time really far in advance and you had limited, like a really, really limited amount of vacation time. Both of those things made it challenging. However, there are, I know plenty of people, especially now where remote works an option, hybrids an option, stuff like that. It really changes things. It allows for a little bit more of a flexible work environment. So where I am now feels very entrepreneurial with my schedule, very flexible with like my work. And I would have thought the only way I could have what I wanted was from owning my own business. And that just wasn't true. I um, in a time period where any, any job that you kind of hoped for is available now. Mm-hmm. Like, look at yeah. care. You can make, go there and make three talk, three TikTok videos a day. Like that's a new mm-hmm. job offering. So it's just like, a, even when we were coming out of college, the job options weren't like they are now. So you may think that you have to Back do in our day. <laughs> I know, but it really hasn't been that long. And you can already yeah. see the difference in job titles. Like it used to just be like, you know, you're a marketing specialist and then mm-hmm. you're a coordinator and then you're a manager. And now there's so many jobs just in marketing. And I know that's with, you know, other fields that you may be into and a lot of remote work and all of that. So things are changing and and companies are more apt to work around your life as well. So it's just finding the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like we should probably touch on like how to figure out what you want. That is something that like, although we like describe, you know, we did our five-year plans and we said like, okay, these are the things that we were looking for. It may be hard to like know that about yourself. You might not even like, maybe you don't have enough work experience. Maybe you know you're not happy where you want to be, but you don't know what what part of it you're unhappy with. So like what, how do we design Like, how do we picture what life we want to be? Well, I think similar to what you were saying, like knowing what other people's lives are like and lives that you could have. And I think having people like meeting people is the best way to kind of see what's out there. So like having people on our podcast have opened our eyes to different careers and things that I never thought existed and just networking too, just hearing about how people got there maybe one stage in their careers, the stage that you're interested in, and just asking them questions about what their life was like. And maybe 
everyone's life is so different, but there could be pieces from one person's life that you're like, oh, I like that. And then pieces from someone else and then figuring out like, oh, what, maybe there's a hobby you're really interested. Oh, what job could I do that allows me the balance in my life to be able to do this hobby? What job allows me to be able to have three kids? What job, you know what I mean? Like just talking to people, I feel like is the biggest thing. And and taking what they say with a grain of salt because everyone's going to want to give you oh this is what you need to do to get there and it is helpful and and take the advice but do it do it in your own way too because not not everyone has the same exact path I love the piece about not about taking the advice with a grain of salt because that's something that took me like literally years to learn I took advice as the truth like I took it as like as a guide for what I could do and I realized that like everyone is different and like even the people that are so similar to you are still different because they have different like just one experience could make them so different and like no one really knows your innermost thoughts like even like Parker like who knows me like so 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 well even he, he doesn't know like exactly what's going on in my head. So even his advice is not fully like what I should do. But I think a good way you can think about this, like what you are interested in is look back on like childhood. What did you like to do? Like, what were you really drawn to? Was it sports? Was it like Liz and I talk about this all the time. We were always into YouTube videos. We loved watching like the YouTube girls. We loved making videos of like creating videos with our friends and stuff taking photos, all those things. So look back on like what you like to do as a kid. Was it dirt bike riding? Was it uh, art, music, etc.? And I'm not saying what you should do is become a musician or become a dirt bike rider, professional athlete, but look at like why you enjoyed those things. Like, okay, I like sports. Maybe it was a team environment I really enjoyed. So being an entrepreneur like alone, probably like, or whatever, if that's the part of it that you were like, that might not be for you. However, if the part of being on a sports team that you really enjoyed was the competitiveness, maybe being an entrepreneur is exactly like where you should be. So you have to like look at the thing that you liked and figure out what it was that you liked. Uh, Another example you could dive into is like, you liked, if you liked health and science as a kid, like in high school, those were your favorite subjects, like gym class or health class, science, whatever, maybe something in like nursing or I don't know, physical therapy, all those different things, like look at those, those things. Those are oftentimes like, it's interesting because it's before you're really jaded a lot by like what you should be doing. Obviously you have parents and guidance counselors influencing you. So you have to like take that in mind, but oftentimes like those subjects, they feel so innocent that you can almost pull out like really organically, like what your interests were. So look back and think on those times And then same thing like you could do today. If you can't think of what you were doing, like as a kid, think of your hobbies and you can pull out like the things that you're good at. Cause I think that's something that we often don't have people look at is like, we just, we just discussed at the beginning of the episode, but like choosing a career and fitting into that career, making your skills fit into that. And rather than having, you're already good at something and finding a career that fits around that. Yeah. And I want to mention, like, you could be in a career and want to find a different job that fits in your life better. Or you could feel like you're in the complete wrong career, which is totally a normal thing. I feel like you probably 
won't even know in college if you're on the right track unless it's like something you're just like I feel so passionate about this Mm -hmm. which even now I could see myself being like oh I could do that too Mm -hmm. like there could be other interests I feel very happy in the career that I've chosen but we talk about all the time like one thing could happen and Liz could have been an interior designer or something like that yeah but and I've been seeing a lot of TikToks I don't know how I got on this side of TikTok but people like in marketing there are like oh I'm I was working my nine to five job and they didn't know that in four years, like I was putting in my two weeks to become a nurse or mm-hmm. a total career change. So once you get into it, you might realize like, oh, this isn't fitting into my life. And I don't know if I want this to fit into my life. So mm-hmm. there is time if you have a good schedule at your job to work on something on the side that that could get you in a better suited career for you. Yeah. And I think uh, the advice Liz gave earlier about meeting people, because let's say your boss isn't the person you want to be. Like you look around and you're like, oh, you know what? I actually like they, or maybe they don't care. Like I, I've been using the example of like, they work 24 seven, but like, maybe you're really a passionate person and you want, like maybe your bo- your boss is too lax about their work and you actually want to do something that you're like really passionate about and you want to put a lot into your work. And that's just not your boss. So like that might not be a good fit for you. So if that's the case, meeting people is a great way to find that person that could be that inspiration for you. And like, you can use them as a roadmap, like, okay, well they did this. How did they get to where they are? And you like backtrack and figure out what they did. Like, oh, well, if they can do it, I can do it. I think that's always a helpful way to look at things. I think about like the people that I'm friends with and like, me and you are in marketing, but all of my other friends are in a wide variety of careers that there aren't many of them that I knew existed coming out of college or at least their job titles, like, or I knew people were flight attendants, but the fact that I have a friend that is a flight attendant and like know the inside scoop on what that life is like, is just so interesting. So just the more people you like welcome into your circle, the more career paths you can find out or job opportunities or when you're looking for a new job they might know someone and that person might know someone and they could connect you onto the right path so I cannot like push enough like just talking to people and forming like that kind of relationship one I put a call out on like LinkedIn I became a LinkedIn girly over the last week I was like thinking in 2023 I'm like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna become a LinkedIn gal because I wanted to really enhance my personal brand anyways put out a little thing asking for people to like tell me people who are really thriving in Maine. And maybe it was someone who was just like taking the professional world by storm. Like they're really killing it. Maybe it's an entrepreneur. Maybe it's someone who just has like a really good work-life balance. And like, this is an example. I know someone who does this, like they go to a meeting in Bangor and rather than staying at a hotel, they go to a campground nearby. And like, that's where they stay overnight. And like, just, they really embrace like the main thing, whatever. The point is like, this is so I can share these stories with kids someday, like high schoolers or whatever, so they can picture themselves in Maine. I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh yeah. The point being, there's just so many people out there that do these things that you would have no, you've never even heard of. Like small little, the feeling of being an entrepreneur can be very much achieved by working for a small business too. Like that's often can be achieved because it's so like tight knit. You'll feel like like a startup. That's a great alternative to being an entrepreneur and something a lot of people wouldn't really know about because you don't get to talk to these people. But if you talk to them often or get to meet a lot of people, you'll learn more. 
Anywho, I'm harping on that. But the other thing I was going to say, Athena, um, I was talking to her the other day and she's like, I saw this TikTok and it reminded me of you. It was me like talking to my friend all the time about work, but really having no idea what they do for work. And they were like, girl, I'm hiring. Do you want to like my work's hiring? She's like, girl, I don't even know what you do. Hiring for what? Who is hiring? Yeah. She was like, that is how I feel about you. I like, we talk about work all the time and I like, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, that's how I feel about you. You talk about, she's a teacher. And I'm like, you talk about like holds and stuff. I'm like, what are you holding? How do you hold them? The only person I could say like what they do is probably you. (laughs) But all the other friends, I'm like, what's your, what is your job title again? (laughs) Like when someone, I'm like, they seem like they like their job. They're like, what is it? I'm like, what is it? That is how I feel about one of your friends. This yeah. is so funny because, like, you and I, it's so black and white. Like, I am like, what do you mean? You don't know. Like, it's obvious. But I always think of, like, my parents trying to describe. Oh, like, my God. And I, and I listen to it. And I'm like, is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, I don't even know if people ask. I don't even know. But uh, the point being, how would you know that you want to do, do the job? So a great way, a great starting point. Look at their life. Okay. Do you want to live a similar life? Also, keep in mind, people can marry rich. So keep that in mind (laughs) if they are living bougie. Yeah, I think it's something that we should really be teaching like young adults, because I think when you get into the workforce, it can become very confusing and really set you up for failure. I was talking to someone the other day that just didn't. Let me give another piece of advice also. I Sorry, let me back up. I think also as much as we talk about like building the life you want to like go around and see someone who maybe fits that category of what you like, see what they have in like what the, what are those parts that you like about their lifestyle, et cetera. Um, but also like keep in mind that you should have a skill that goes alongside those things like something that you can really feel confident in and it helps carry you through your career journey that could be like it could be as technical as like you are really great at I hate to do this because I only know how to do it in marketing terms but like you're great at google ads or it could be as broad as sales skills and stuff like that so I think when you're talking this is something that you do technically need to think about as much as we're saying like your life, blah, 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 blah. You do need to have those skills. And if you don't have them yet, like find ways to get them. And that might be working like, I don't know, volunteering for something or getting a side job or doing your own project, et cetera. Um, it doesn't mean like Liz was mentioning earlier, like there are ways to, if you're not happy in your career situation, like change it. And I think that's a great first step is like finding a skill that you yeah. can have. And plan so it, like chip away at yeah. it, just on a whim. Sometimes people's skills are like almost too broad and they have like nothing to kind of back it up. So like they could be too broad that you can't like narrow down. I don't really know how to describe this. Kind of what I was saying earlier, like you want to be the ideas guy. Like there might, you might take, you might have to do something to become actually the ideas guy rather than just like, oh, my friends all know it. Like I'm the ideas guy. Like there has <laughs> to be something to show for it. Exactly. Like there, you have to like have these skills. 
um, in order to like get the life that you want sort of thing. I just wanted to note that I know this episode is about finding a career that fits into your life, but I just want to say like it, your life doesn't have to be about your career. And I think it's really, it's almost cool that we have these friends where we can't describe their jobs. That means that we have enough to talk about outside of working hours that doesn't revolve around work that we don't genuinely know what they do because we're talking about so many other things that are going on in their life. And I think that's Mm -hmm. really nice. And I think it's important when you're meeting people to ask them about other things like other than than their career because I don't know I think the world is shifting to it not being like saying your job title when you're introducing yourself and sometimes Mm -hmm. I forget to talk about where I work and I just want to talk about so many other things so I think if you're listening to this like I don't really care that much about my career like that's also fine like as long as you're living the life that that you want to be living and just like having having things to show for that might be hobbies that might be relationships that might just be you know what I mean well I think that's the point of like the episode is like this just like make it you know if you're if you love skiing and you working you're an accountant like maybe something here needs a change like it doesn't need to be your like the point of this is like to say if you're someone that wants your life to be number one and not your career like find a job that works for that. Like if you, I don't know, like you don't, it doesn't have to be like everything to you. And it just can also look a little different, like get creative with it. It may like your job may just be your job. It it doesn't have to be your whole life, which I think is what Liz is saying. Like your job is just your job and it, but make sure you have like something to look forward to outside of your job. Like you have stuff to show for your life with it. AKA, as she mentioned, a hobby or something like that. And if you're so wrapped up in a job, it can be difficult. So yeah, get creative with the way you may have thought about what you wanted for a job. Maybe it looks a little different than what you originally planned. Um, Don't be afraid to, we always say this, but like, feel free to like also reach out to us. Maybe we can connect you guys with someone. If you're looking to start those conversations and being like, hey, I'd love like, to start talking to someone that like start meeting people. I don't know. Can you guys make any introductions for me? I'm exploring other career opportunities. We will totally help find you guys someone to get coffee or zoom call or something like that. And hopefully you guys can uh, create your five year plans and work your, what's the saying? Find a job that fits your life, not a life that fits your job. Yes. I think we said career, but it works. That's a good motto. Honestly, yeah. Uh, Guys, best of luck. Okay, (laughs) everyone. Um, Hey, Liz, that was a good one. Let's go find a job that fits our life.